you, Lord. Lord, for life, health, and strength, Father. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and your grace, Father, Lord. Lord, we appreciate you for allowing us to be here this evening again to worship you and to sing praises unto you now, Father. And Lord, as we open our hearts and we open our minds, Lord, Lord, for your word to be ministered unto us, we ask, Lord, Father, that you just give us the ability, Lord, to soak it all in now, Father. Lord, we love you, Lord. We give you all the praise, give you all the honor and all the glory, Lord. Thank you for all your mercy and all your grace, Father. Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen. Give me the key of F. Turn me up a little bit more. I can't hear myself. This is my desire. To honor you, Lord, with all my heart, I worship you. Give you my soul. 
Lord. Amen. Is your mind made up? Amen. Let's pray. Father, Lord, I love you this evening. Father, and I pray that you with us this evening in a great way. That you would bless the tithes and offerings, Father. Most of all, that you would bless the offerings of our hearts this evening in worship to you. Help us, Lord, that we may walk as Rima word every moment of every day, Father. Not the logos back in the book, but, Father, the message of the hour today manifested in flesh. Lord, bless your people. Continue to bless the song service. And, Father, the ministry of the word, the greatest form of worship. I pray that you move the man out of the way and let your spirit, your gift, have its free eminence. Bless those that are streaming, Father. Lord, we need you above all things. Draw us closer to you. Forgive us for our shortcomings, Father. We look to you with mercy and grace, Father, that you shed abundantly. And we thank you for it. So grateful for what you've done for us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's sing a little bit of At Calvary. <clears throat> Years I spent in vanity and pride. Carry not, my Lord was crucified. Knowing not it was for me, he died. At Calvary. Let's sing that verse again.
be seated. Amen. Brother Matt, you had a special for us tonight. Let's give Brother Matt a hand. Amen. You can sing this with me if you know. Why don't you stand to your feet? <clears throat> and she kept these things and pondered them deep within her heart. She believed in God never one time felt desires to depart. Oh, again now and she kept these things and pondered them deep within her heart she believed in God never one time felt desires to depart if the One night as she laid quietly, the Spirit of the Lord overshadowed her and said, you'll conceive a child that sin cannot defile. And she said, be it unto 
according to thy word. And she kept these things and pondered them deep within her heart. She Safe through the blood of Calvary. And in this time of darkness, we have come. Receive the vindicated word that we all have heard. And I can see it being born in you. sing that now and she kept these things and pondered them deep within her heart she believed in God never one time felt desires to If the word 
Amen. How many is ready for the word? Amen. Amen. If Brother Brad come, let's sing, let your word be born in the manger of my heart. <clears throat> Let your word be born in a manger of my heart. Let it live in me. Let it start. Live inside this house of clay and mold it your word be born Just worship the Lord for a few minutes every day. Let your word be born. Stir up my heart. Let your word be born in the manger ready God's good to us brother uh, Jason want me to mention to you that him and sister Debbie just did get in into town I guess seven hours on the road for that funeral he preached a funeral today so he won't be with us but he'll be streaming so I say don't let his amens be louder than yours any minister knows him we all need amens up here I always say it amens like sick them to a dog so the more you say amen the more you're sicken if you have your Bibles let's turn to Luke chapter 1 and we'll read verse 26 27 28 they have a PowerPoint <laughs> They don't have everything I got, but I put a few things up there, and I won't use the clicker, so just whenever you feel put something up, go ahead. 
Luke chapter 1, verse 26. And in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God into a city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin exposed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Now over in Ephesians chapter 1, we'll read two verses there, chapter 1, verse verses 5. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. May God add his blessings to his reading. You can have your seats. For a title this evening, I want to speak on a highly favored woman. So this is going to be my Christmas message to you. I'm not going to preach on Santa Claus or Christmas lights or Christmas trees. If you got zero Christmas trees, you got one or you got four. It don't matter to me. I'm not going to preach on that tonight, but we're going to preach on Christmas. But I believe tonight that I'm looking at a woman specially highly favored of God. Called, called according to his purpose. But none of us is good. Because what Jesus says is none of us is good. Call no man good because none of us is good. So God, if God was just looking at our flesh, he'd see a bunch of sorry human beings. I'm talking about myself and the people on the Internet, none of you here. But as myself, we're a bunch of sorry human beings. But why would God even choose us? What, what in us made us special? God's got us marked. But what in the world did God even see in us? We are all marked people. Each one of us is marked. You're going to be marked by something. You'll be marked by God or you'll be marked by the mark of the beast. Hallelujah. You know, when a doctor spanks you, <laughs> when a baby comes out, a doctor will spank that baby and <gasps> breathe the breath of life, the breath of life. That seed drops down inside their heart. And from that point on, that baby's marked. Not every baby, but if you were a predestinated seed, you were marked when you were, when you were born because that seed come inside your heart when you took that first breath of life, a seed that was given to you before the foundation of the world. God just looks down on the inside. He don't care how ugly we are or how pretty you are or how pretty you think you are. God just looks down on the inside of you and sees what he put down inside of you. We're a special people. We are called of God, ordained for this before the foundation of the world. We're the queen of heaven. Does people realize when you go to work and who they're working beside? You know, Jackson, whenever he works at the coffee place, he's making coffee besides one of the coworkers. Does that person realize that who they're working with? When you're at Walmart, people just walking by and they're making fun of you. They're making fun of the queen of heaven. And when you're out doing plumbing, does those people know who's working for them? That's how special you are. That's how special. We're a special people. Queen of heaven. They don't realize they're laughing at the queen of heaven when they do that, when they're laughing, making fun of you. God chose you over all the women of the world. 
He chose you over the Baptist. He chose you over the Methodist. He chose you over some so-called message believers. Hallelujah. You're a special people. Young people, he chose you. He marked you. Of all the young people in this whole area, God chose a little handful sitting right here tonight. He marked you. You're a special person. You know, in this Bible, there's all kinds of promises. You know, I looked it up. Some, somebody says there's anywhere from 3,000 to 8,000 promises in this Bible for you. Promises like, he who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. He will strengthen you and help you. He will keep you in perfect peace, those whose minds are steadfast. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will give you peace in the midst of the storm. I will be a comfort in the time of need. And we could just go on and on to thousands of them. But these promises are gifts. God has given us these precious gifts, gifts of healing, gifts of deliverance, gifts of salvation. He says, I will give you the gift of the Holy Ghost. Gifts that are given to the queen of heaven only. You know, we're a couple of days away from what the world's celebrating the birth of Jesus. Of course, we all know he wasn't born December 25th, but that's just a time set aside to, for them to celebrate the birth of the Lord. I'm not here to celebrate the birth of the Lord, even though it was great. He had to happen. God had to come down and become a flesh body. But he's not in a manger tonight. I'm not here to celebrate Jesus being born. I'm celebrating his death. I'm celebrating his resurrection. I'm celebrating when he came back on the day of Pentecost and came down into 120 of them. And that same Holy Ghost is living in us. That's what I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating Calvary when Jesus was dragging that cross up the hill. That blood pouring down. He got the crown of thorns. That's what I'm celebrating of what he done for me. He couldn't save me in the manger. That's a lot of people's left him in the manger. My, my aunt, who, who's passed away now, wrote a song. They got him back in the manger again. If y'all ever heard it, it's a, a good song. She wrote it. It was great. But we're not here to celebrate a birth. We're here to celebrate what he's done for us. Hallelujah. They set me free from sin. Hallelujah. But this is a time of giving gifts. <laughs> oh, this time of Christmas, people spend the money they don't have. Paying for gifts, they'll be paying on until next Christmas. For what? Go and say, oh, I got to go to this store. They got a big sale. What they've done, they've marked it up and then dropped 50% on it. Nothing but a bunch of money racket. But I'll take gifts. If y'all going to buy me something, I'll take it. Just go stand in line. It don't matter what you get. I mean, you might be getting a new video game. Might get a new outfit or a new golf club or, or whatever it is. What kind of gift do you want? I couldn't ask for a greater gift. God gave us the greatest gift of all when he gave himself. God, who stepped down from glory, went to the cross. Brother Brown said, in God's wrapped gift, I love this quote. I send this to people every year. They're probably tired of saying it, but I love it. Just a little while from then, and the world was going to receive its greatest gift that it ever received, a little package wrapped up 
a little first little Christmas package that was ever wrapped in all the world. God wrapped it up. I want to break in on my thought and say this. The greatest thing was ever wrapped in human flesh was wrapped in it. God himself wrapped his own self, hallelujah, in a Christmas package and sent it to the world. Why did they refuse it? Why couldn't they see it? Why did they turn it down? Why is it they didn't want it? The same reason they don't want it tonight. It wasn't pretty enough. It was Jesus in a manger wrapped up in a dirty old swaddling cloth. That was his present, wrapped in swaddling. Would you open up a gift if somebody wrapped up in swaddling cloth? We'll move on. The same reason they don't want tonight, it wasn't handed to them. Because they were used to gifts being handed. That's the reason it's rejected tonight is because it's not handed to the people with the custom that they bring used to receiving gifts. But God wraps his own package. He's got a right to it. He's the one that's given it. He has a right to wrap it in any way he wants to wrap it. It doesn't make any difference how it is. He's got a right to do it because he's the one that's given the gift. If I'm going to give you a gift, don't make fun of how it's wrapped. It's my gift. I'm giving you, I wrap it the way I want to. <laughs> that was free. It ought to be real attractive to the people. Little Jehovah crying like a baby. God made flesh in a package. God who covers all space and time was before there was a world or a star or a molecule wrapped himself in a little package and was laid in a manger in a stable with the manures of the cattle and sheep and things up over that stable in this little manger of straw or hay. Jehovah was laying there crying like a baby. Can you imagine that? But what you do with a gift is up to you. Take this off. Time to preach. What you do with a gift is up to you. If somebody's give you a gift, you say, you won't put it up on your table and say, man, that's a beautiful present. Man, that ribbon, I love that color. It's so pretty, I'm not even going to open it. How many here has done that? No. You go in and you'll rip it open. You don't care what that package looks like. You'll rip it open to see what's on the inside of it. When we got the greatest gift standing here tonight, waiting for you to unwrap it. But we don't want to leave him off in a corner somewhere. Jesus with dirty feet. We're not like the Pharisees. We want Jesus, come on in. I want all the gifts you got. Open up that gift. It might be your healing tonight. Open up that gift. It might be your salvation. Open up that gift. It might be your Holy Ghost you've been searching for. But no, thank you for my gift. Hallelujah. If we'll just realize what's on the inside of that gift, inside is peace, inside is joy, inside is long-suffering, inside is gentleness and meekness, and you get the picture. All kinds of gifts is wrapped up in this thing. Hallelujah. What others saw in the manger was a little baby. Others, some saw eternal life. There's my ticket to eternal life. This baby's going to grow up. He's going to go to Calvary. That's my ticket. 
Luke, Luke 1, 28, and the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. I love this definition. Make accepted. Hallelujah. We were made accepted to make graceful, charming, love, lovely, agreeable. Whoo. I know some people it's not like that. To make graceful, full of grace. We have unmerited favor. We didn't deserve it, but we got it. That's what unmerited means. We don't deserve it, but we got it anyway. To peruse with grace, compass with favor, to honor with blessings. Hail Mary, highly favored of God. I looked at that word peruse, and I even had to click the little speaker button to know how to say it. It means to examine with attention and detail. Oh, glory. God is looking over us to examine us with such great detail because and he's looking over at Mary because he knew 400 years before that a prophet said a virgin shall conceive. So that word's going to come to pass. So God was watching and he's seeing this one girl raise up and he watched her with such great detail. God is watching us with such great detail tonight to see, are you making yourself ready? God's not going to do it. He's not going to make you ready. Have you made yourself ready? He gives you what you need. It's up to you to use that. You need overcoming power? Tap the source. We have to make ourselves ready. He's not going to do it. We must do it. Because the Bible says, his wife hath made herself ready. Make your election sure. <laughs> so God had watched Mary and paid attention to her. And the angel came unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed means to speak well of. Hallelujah. Lord, speak well of me tonight. You know, like when, when Satan come up before God, where you been, devil? Oh, I've been roaming to and fro on the earth. Oh, have you considered my servant Job, that there's none like him in the land? Oh, I want God to say that about me. I want to be praised by God. Have you considered my servant Gideon Watkins? There's none like him in the land. <laughs> Hallelujah. And when she saw him, she was troubled at this saying and cast in her mind and says, what manner of salutation this should be. <laughs> what a greeting. What a greeting. Blessed art thou among women. What have I done to deserve it? Nothing. What have we done to deserve what God's done for us? Nothing. Hallelujah. God was searching for her. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found. Found means to come upon, to meet with, after searching. <laughs> so God, after searching, found Mary. So God, after searching, found you. You didn't go searching for God. We were happy in what we were doing. 
We didn't have a thought. We might have had a seed, but we didn't, we didn't care nothing about it. We didn't know anything about it. All we cared about was how we was going to get our next fix, how we was going to, how we was going to afford to go to our next trip or, or, or anything like that. <laughs> Hallelujah. Found. God came looking for you. We weren't looking for God. Hallelujah. Thou hast found favor with God. Favor means grace. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Found favor, grace, that which affords joy and pleasure. If you got grace, you're going to be full of joy. You're going to be full of pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness, grace of speech. This is what he was saying about Mary. What a woman. What a woman Mary was. But remember, she was a type of the bride. So what a woman you are. Full of joy, pleasure, delight, sweetness, charm, loveliness, grace of speech. If we don't have none of that, come on up here and let's get it. Hallelujah. Thanks. He gives thanks to her. You know, for benefits and services. Unmerited grace. <laughs> I said it a bit ago, merited means not deserved. Not even earned. Brother Ram said in the Invisible Union, you are wearing this wedding band of predestinated, unmerited grace. A wedding band of grace unmerited of your own. God did it himself. He knew you before the foundation of the world, so he slipped the wedding band on you there and put your name on the book. Another place he says, through that blood, he sanctified a church that he might continue the work, himself living in that church. That makes him the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are absolutely unworthy of any blessing. There's nothing we can do to merit that, but by unmerited grace, God gave us this privilege to be called. What a privilege to be called the children of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Whew. Mary, he says, you're highly favored. You are the girl Isaiah spoke about. Behold, a virgin shall conceive. His name shall be called Emmanuel, counselor, the prince of peace, mighty God. And he says, and behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth the son and shalt call his name the most powerful name that could ever be spoken, Jesus. What a name. What a powerful name. When the name of Jesus is spoken, things happen. We know what happened. John the Baptist dead for six months. First time Jesus was ever spoke out of a human lips, a dead baby came to life. No longer did that baby came to life, that baby received the Holy Ghost. And, no, and the mother received the Holy Ghost as well. At the name of Jesus. Skip a little bit. Brother says, if that name of Jesus brought to life a dead baby the first time it was ever spoke through human lips, it brought eternal life and the baptism of the Holy Ghost into a womb of Mary, 
The Bible said John was born from his mother's womb full of the Holy Ghost. It ought to heal the sick, every person that's bound by the devil, because he says, in my name they shall cast out devils. Hallelujah, he says. That wonderful name of the Lord, Jesus laying in our fingertips, <laughs> laying just ready to receive it. That same name of Jesus Christ is more powerful tonight it ought to be among the people here tonight. What it ought to do to a sick man or a sick woman? What ought it do to a person that's bound by the devil? With his own promise anchored in heaven before God with his own blood to make good in the Holy Ghost. Showing signs and wonders. What a name. At that name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Because we know if where the Bible says, wherefore God has also highly exalted him and give him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, of things in earth, and things under the earth, and that every tongue is going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Everything on earth, I don't care who you are, I don't care if you're a Buddha. I don't care if you're a Muslim. I don't care if you're an atheist. The Bible says everything will bow before Jesus. And even the devil's going to bow before him. Oh, I long for that day. When you see the devil just finally bow. And I can see him bowing before Jesus. I can imagine what he'd be saying. He'd probably be asking for forgiveness. <laughs> But I want to be standing there. I want God to use my foot. When he's kneeled down over right through the pits of hell, I want to give him a good kick. I'm sure you're all going to be right beside him fighting for it. We're all going to give him a good boot. Hallelujah. Brother Bam said, what a powerful name that the name, his name is that he named his family Jesus. But it was what Jesus did and what he was. <laughs> he was the heart of God. What makes his name as reverent tonight that all the family in heaven is named after him. He died the cruelest death, didn't have a place to lay his head, and when God exalted him so high till he has to look down to see heaven, God in humility. See? And he give, and he has to look down to see heaven. God in humility, and he give him a name so great that the whole family of heaven is named after him, and every family on the earth, all the family on earth is named Jesus. All the family in heaven is named Jesus. You're not Stephen Curtis. You're Mrs. Jesus Christ. That's your name. Everything else will bow to it. Brother said, there's many fine women here in this building tonight, fine, loyal women, but there's only one Mrs. William Branham. She's the one that goes home with me. She's the one that's going to be my wife. There's fine people in all these churches, but there's only one Miss Jesus Christ. There's good people out here in the world. We run into good people that goes to these denominational churches, but there's only one Miss Jesus Christ. Hey, we hope they come over. That's what we pray. That's where his worship is. 
where his name lays. There's where his worship is, in her, in her alone. God's provided place of worship right here, in your heart. That's why we are all we do in word or deed, we do it in the name of Jesus Christ. There's not another name under heaven for salvation but the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Highest heaven is named him. All the family in heaven is named Jesus. The Bible says all the family on earth is named Jesus so that God's chosen name and where he has put it, that's the place of worship is in Jesus Christ. Now we know that to be so, no other place to worship but is in him. We, know we don't even have a right to speak the name of Jesus until we are ready to repent of our sins. We can't even take his name until we're married to him. Sarah could take my name until we were standing in front of the preacher. Do you? Yes. She probably wish she said no, but she said yes. She stuck with me. Then she become Miss, Mrs. Brad Yontz. So everything I had was hers. She get to use my name. You know, a lot of people heard Jesus' name in slang. What are they, you go out here in the world, people say this all the time. It's just like a second language to them. Did that do anything for you? It makes you mad. But one day we heard the name Jesus spoke the right way. You know, we were walking around with cigarettes, stained fingers, alcohol on our breath, headphones in, beat bopping to whatever you want to listen to. We were dead walking around. Some, somebody's told you about Jesus. Or you might be here in the church pew, preacher up here preaching, and you heard Jesus spoke the right way. Something down on the inside of you came to life. At that name of Jesus, the most powerful name in the world. The angel continued telling her, he said, he shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. The Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever. And his kingdom, there shall be no end. And then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be? Seeing I know not a man. She was questioning the angel. If you look a few scriptures above this, this same angel was at Zach Zacharias in the temple. When he told Zacharias, Elizabeth's going to have a child. He's like, how? I'm 75 years old. She's 75 years old. How, how am I? You would think him being a priest, that he'd remember the story of Abraham and Sarah. <laughs> what happened to them? They had a baby. He was 100, and she was 90. So 75 wasn't nothing. But instead, him questioning the angel, what happened? You'll be dumb until the baby's born. So why did he strike Mary? <laughs> I don't know. But nothing happened to her. She was highly favored. <laughs> she was just like, how's this even possible? And she had it right. I don't even know a man. 
And the angel answered and said to her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore, and that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. The Holy Ghost will form that in you, Mary. Don't worry about it. You won't have to manufacture it. You don't have to work it up. It's just going to happen. Just like you get in the Holy Ghost. We don't have to stand here and work it up. Beat on the drums and see how loud we can get the instruments. We don't have to do that to work it up. It's just going to happen. The Holy Ghost will form that word in you. Just like I've spoken to her. You are such a special person, Mary. God is going to create in you the Son of God. Hallelujah. <laughs> we are such a special people that God is going to create in us the mighty God. Whew. That word that was created is by the spoken word. God speaks and things move. We know that. When God said, let there be light, and Adam split. I know this ain't very deep. Maybe Brother Jason or Brother Matt preached deep stuff on Sunday. God will speak to that sickness and it'll be gone. Oh, you're such a highly favored bride. He said that I'm going to form in you like I did Mary. The word Christ living in your heart. And I'm just going to say, be it unto me, Lord. Amen. Highly favored, becoming the word. Ask what you will. And it'll be given to you. He says, Behold thy cousin Elizabeth, which has also conceived a son in her old age. This is the sixth month which, with her who is called barren. Don't worry. Don't worry how it's going to happen. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. What a scripture. It's small, but it's powerful. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. And Mary says, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. So God quickened Mary's faith, and she became the word. How's this going to be? I oh, don't worry. The Holy Ghost is going to be the Father. That's all Mary needed to know. Mary just took the angel's word for it and said, Be it unto me according to thy word. Not her words or any other man's words, but his word. That's the way we should be tonight. We don't know how it's going to happen. Whatever you have your need of, it, don't, it may look like it's impossible, but it's possible. It's going to happen. God says, I will have a bride. She will be bone of my bone. She'll be a spotless bride, a sinless bride, a virgin bride. She's a highly favored bride. How's it going to happen? He knows. You know, whatever his bride wants, all she has to do is ask it. Oh, we've heard the last couple of services. If you abide in me, my words abide in you, ask what you will. 
favored by God. If you're abiding in him, you're favored. You're a highly favored woman tonight. Every person in the Bible that's had this gift brought, brought before them, you know, what do they do with that gift? It's like Noah. Noah had a gift. God says, hey, I want you to build an ark. Noah built an ark. took him 120 years. What saved Noah was death to others. God gave us Christ the word, and we have accepted it. His life for us, but death to them. A highly favored woman, he has chosen you over the Baptist. <laughs> they don't like to hear that. He's chose you over the Catholics, over the Methodists, over all these denominations. I said a little while, you're special. But with that comes special privileges. We won't go into that. That's a whole totally different sermon. This is what makes you a highly favored woman. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 2. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father from the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings. That means to be an object of favor or a blessing. In heavenly places in Christ, according as he had chosen us, this is election, and this election is rigged. There's only one name on the ballot. Hallelujah. And that's you. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ, to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praises of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted. Where have we heard that before? That was a definition of highly favored. Made accepted means to grace, endue with special honor, to make accepted, highly favored. He hath made us accepted. Barabbas says you can go out and love the things of the world, wear shorts and do all these things. Go ahead, it shows what you are. By their fruits you shall know them. Having predestinated us, unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to his own good pleasure to the praises of the glory of his grace wherein he has made us acceptable in the beloved. Who did it? Is it because I quit drinking? Is it because you quit smoking? No, he did it. He made me before the foundation of the world acceptable in the presence of his grace. Nothing I done, never done. A thing about it didn't have one thing to do with it. He said, I was a pig to begin with. That's your prophet. He was a pig to begin with. 
How many pigs? How many were pigs to begin with? To the praise and the glory of his grace wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. Hallelujah. Beloved sounds like a special group for a special people. It sounds like a club. You've heard all these fancy names for club. I don't think anything beats beloved. Welcome to the club, beloved. <laughs> you know, all these clubs, you have to be invited. Some you have to pay a lot of money to join. Some you have to drive certain cars, live in certain houses, have so much money in your bank account. <laughs> you can only get into the group by invitation only. So God's got invitation to his group. Will you accept it? Hallelujah. He's made us accepted. It's like a secret society. You must be a member. If there's a club that you want to join, you have to be accepted. You must be a special person. You've got to be highly favored with the group. You can only get in this group by invitation only, and you're, you are invited to the group. You're pre-qualified. I hate that word. You get these things in the mail. Pre-qualified for a $10,000 credit card. You fill it out. Send it in. Denied. <laughs> I, like, I like the way this pre-qualified word is used. We're pre-qualified. God pre-qualified us for this. Because he knew what you would do tonight. He knew what your choice would be. Pre-qualified. There's no denying this. Already picked out before you were called into the group. So God's sending an invitation to you. Do you want to be in this group called the Beloved? Romans 9, 25. I will call them my people, which were not my people. I nor, nor I call her beloved, which was not beloved. We weren't beloved once, but now we are. We're in this group. Welcome to the club. You know, there are requirements for this group. Colossians 3, 12. Put on therefore, has the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, Humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering. It's not how much money you got. It don't matter. You be the poorest person in the church, but you're invited to this club. But you've got to have bowels of mercy. You've got to have kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, forgiving one another. And if any man has a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity which is a bond of perfectness and let the grace of the peace of God rule in your hearts to the which also ye are called in one body and be ye thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, admonitioning one another. Wow. In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs and singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. 
And whatsoever ye do, you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God. There's your qualifications in this group. Do you have it? I heard four amens. So I expect the outer four tonight. I want that. I want to join this club. 2 Thessalonians 2.13 says, We are bound to give thanks always to God for you, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Ephesians 1.7, In whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Wherein he hath abounded. Give us an abundance of it. Abundance of what? Wisdom and prudence. Having made known unto the mystery of his will. According to the good pleasure which he hath purposed in himself. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times he might gather together in one all things in Christ both which are in heaven, which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we have obtained an inheritance. <laughs> He's left you behind something. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be in the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. You are highly favored woman. Do you know who you are? Are you accepted in the beloved? Are you in the group? Can you just walk up and open the door and go on in? Or is there a security guard there keeping you from going in? Like the angels blocking the way to the garden. Remember the Garden of Eden. Is there a flaming sword blocking you from coming? Tonight, the invitation is being given. You've been pre-qualified for this. I'm feeling the stop right there. I got one more thing to read. Let's stand. Musicians, come. I got one more thing to read here. I found this... Ephesians 1 through 10 in a different version. I loved it. I think they should have it on the screen right there. It says, every spiritual blessing in heavenly realm has already been lavished upon us, has a love gift from our wonderful heavenly Father, the Father of our Lord Jesus, all because he sees us wrapped in Christ. And he chose us to be his very own, joining us to himself even before he laid the foundation of the universe. Because of his great love, he ordained us so that we would be seen as holy in his eyes with unstained innocence. For it was always in his perfect plan to adopt us as his children through our union with Jesus, the anointed one, so that his tremendous love, 
that cascades over us would glorify his grace for the same love he has for his beloved Jesus, he has for us. And this unfolding plan brings him great pleasure. Since we are now joined to Christ and have been given the treasures of redemption by his blood, the total cancellation of our sins. Hallelujah. The total cancellation of our sins all because of his cascading riches of his grace. The super abundant grace is already powerfully working in us. It's already working in us, releasing within us all forms of wisdom and practical understanding. <laughs> and through the revelation of the anointed one, he unveiled his secret desires to us. The hidden mystery of his long range plan which he, had, he was delighted to implement from the very beginning of time. And because of God's unfailing purpose, this detailed plan will reign supreme through every period of time until the fulfillment of the ages finally reaches its climax when God makes all things new in heaven and earth through Jesus Christ. Through our union, with Christ, we too have been claimed by God by his, has his own inheritance. Before we were even born, to, he gave us our destiny that we would fulfill the plan of God who always accomplishes every purpose and plan in his heart. And I say to you, Merry Christmas. A gift from God to you, highly favored woman. Sing something, bro. Hallelujah. In prison chains With bleeding stripes Paul and
Just worship him. Some midnight hour. If he we were there. should find your Gather up front while he sings this. I bless your name. I bless your name. I give you honor. I give you praise. You are the Praise the Lord. I think these are um, these are updated. I'm just making sure this is what we have for tonight. I don't. Uh, somebody stop me if we've. Um, Brother Caleb Campbell, your whole family's not sick, so that was last Wednesday. Okay, good. So I don't have. That was the good. That was the uh, the check there. I could make sure. So I don't have anything updated. So we don't have anything written down that I see here. Somebody has something they can quickly get it in. Amen. We just want to be obviously remembering the whole How to Shell family. Um, I know that uh, even here at our church, we don't uh, know all of them. Didn't get a chance to meet even the young man who has passed away. Um, but I think there's also two other um, siblings there, if I'm not mistaken, and the entire family connected um, through Sister Becky's family and, and also Brother Joe's we just want to uphold them at this time. I believe that they could, they should be able to count on a church, who not just on Wednesday, but throughout this time, especially being a holiday season like this, I couldn't even uh, begin to imagine. But you know what? Where there is, the Bible says, where there's more grace needed, more grace can be supplied. And so I just want to say, Lord, supply more grace. How many will just say, Lord, give that entire family, cover them, Lord Jesus, I pray. Amen. At this moment, this time. Amen. The only uh, prayer request that I have is that, um, that I can see here, making sure this didn't update. I don't think that it did. Anybody have a need they want to speak? Yes, anybody. I know Brother John and Sister Meredith aren't anybody else that would be traveling uh, this weekend. We just want to remember them for traveling mercy. Seems like there's something I'm forgetting about, and it's just uh, not striking me right now. But Amen. Maybe you have something upon your heart. Maybe something as simple as just saying, Lord, let your word be born in the manger of my heart. How many could just raise a hand and say, Lord, that's my true request, Lord. 
Father, we just bring these needs, Lord God, these unspoken. Lord, all the hands that are lifted up before you now. God, we thank you for your word. Lord Jesus, we thank you for that grace, Lord God, that we heard about, that we heard preached here tonight, God. It's not anything that we've done. Lord, surely we would say here, Lord, there wouldn't be one of us that would admit that we failed you, Lord, so many times. Lord, but somehow your grace keeps pursuing us, keeps coming after us, keeps encouraging us, Lord. Truly, Lord, it's amazing grace when you saved us, but oh, how much more amazing it has became the longer we go down the road. Lord, for many things, Lord God, that we could say here tonight, how many times, Lord God, that we needed you and you came through for us, Lord. You're always faithful to your word. We pray, God, that you would just be with the How to Shell family, Lord, as we lift up this prayer, Lord, from this body of believers. God, I pray, God, that in this, these moments, I know, Lord, I couldn't imagine how hard even it would be just to get through the night. But Lord God, as we quoted, where there's grace, more grace needed, more grace is supplied. I pray, God, that you would pour out grace, Lord God. Father, may your spirit be near, Lord. God of all comfort, comfort that family, Lord, and all the children, the mother, the father, brother Joe, sister Becky, all those connected. Lord God, I pray that you would just bring something out of this, Lord. We don't always understand your plan and your purpose, but we know, God, we can say a control. We pray, God, for this, the service this weekend, Lord. I pray for those traveling, maybe that it will be a way. God, may you give them traveling mercies while they're journeying, Lord, we ask it in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Let's just sing a song. Amen. Before we go, um, Brother Tony, what you playing? Sister Deb? Go ahead. Living below in this old sinful world. Hardly a comfort can afford Striving alone See where I go to the Lord See where could I 
Hey 